Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Talking Bollocks. Yes, it is yet another episode of the most bollocks podcast in the world of metal, Talking Bollocks. Hello, I am your host, Howard H. Smith. I host this ear podcast. Uh, I also host the official Motorhead podcast, The Motorcast. Go and have a listen to that as well if you want. Or if you're coming from The Motorhead podcast, hello, welcome, nice to see you. This is a bit swearier than the motorcast, so uh, you might not want to play this through speakers at work. That's if you're able to get out the house and allowed to go to work. Hey, strange times. Um, I'm also lead singer in UK thrash band Acid Rain. This year was supposed to be our busiest year to date, touring our first album for 29 years. Instead, we are not even going to see each other, not even going to be in the same room as each other. Well, what a strange year that is. I also do stand-up comedy. I used to before it became illegal um, as character Keith Platt. You can find Keith Platt at keithplatt.co.uk. Does anyone use websites anymore? And also on all the relevant social media platforms. And that reminds me, for about the third podcast that I haven't remembered to do this, um, at we, at we, I am on Instagram, Talking Bollocks is on Instagram. It's just Talking Bollocks, all one word, and instead of an S on the end, it's a Z on the end. So Instagram.com forward, who, who the hell would search that? Just go onto Instagram, put in tur- Talking Bollocks with a Z on the end instead of an S, and give us a follow. Cheers. That's all the housekeeping. Well, nearly. There's also patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. $5 a month, you get this podcast early. You get your own podcast where your own questions um, are asked of guests, and it's brill, and we do a live sort of podcast Zoom thing once a month. There's also a radio show in there that you get, Radio Bollocks. So, uh, you know, loads of stuff there, and um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, look, that's enough about me and social media. That's taken two minutes. My apologies. Let's crack on with what the hell has been going on in metal since the last we spoke. Well, um, Mr. D. Schneider has been a, a bit of a favourite of mine, as uh, as you all know. Um, he's been going to court because he's got a, 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 an ongoing battle against an Australian politician for use of we're not going to take it and he told them to stop using it so they stopped using it um, but he uh, this Australian politician rewrote the words rewrote the lyrics to fit his political ends and just carried on doing the song so now they're in court and the whole thing is absolutely fucking laughable it really is um, and that's it that's all there is to tell you about that it's just a little story that's doing the rounds that um, if you miss it you missed it so there you go you didn't miss it because I covered it for you um now, I am in a thrash band that's just brought back a comeback, comeback album. And, it, you know, thankfully, it's gone down really, really well. Now, um, oh, I've set myself up there, haven't I, really? There's a song available at the moment called The Devil's Greatest Trick. Straight away off the bat for me, I'm like, right, OK, so someone has seen The Usual Suspects, where the ancient old phrase, the greatest trick the devil uh, uh, ever pulled was convincing people he doesn't exist yes yeah i mean real ham that is okay and it's a comeback single by agent steel now uh yeah remember them agent steel if you do great if you don't yeah you, well you know in my humble opinion you're not missing anything but the comeback single um to say the vo- and i am a vocalist okay so i, I you know to say the vocals are odd would be an understatement. There are all sorts of weird effects, and you can you can 
go and find it on YouTube um, and and have a listen. Um, I all I want to say because I haven't heard the album whole album, so I don't know if this song is contextual or not but all i can say is some very strange choices have been made there i mean yeah um just mad just completely mad and insane i mean you literally listen to it and you and you're just thinking what 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 were you thinking is what you're thinking um yeah really 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 odd so um anyway get, get a listen to that um Slightly more mainstream would be Rob Halford says that his um, his metal god, the guy that that he gravitates to when people are talking about you know legends in metals or rock gods, his is Ronnie James Dio. How class is that? He says, I can't remember exactly when I heard Ronnie's voice, but I know that the first time I did hear it, it was just like an electric shock, a bolt of lightning, because this voice had so much power, so much character, so much energy, so much of everything that makes a great singer. So from that moment on, I was a huge Ronnie Dio fan. I followed his career from pretty much when he first came to be known throughout the world of rock and roll. The greatest things he did with Elf, and then, of course, with Rainbow and Black Sabbath and Heaven and Hell. What a great legacy Ronnie's left. It's all about the voice. Even now, I always blast some Ronnie before I go out on stage because he psychs me up. He gives me the essence of what a great singing performance should be. I just love listening to the man. Not only his voice, of course, but also his great work in helping other people. If ever a man was a rock god, for me it will always be Ronnie James Dio how cool is that I mean that is just that's a beautiful I mean that's just a beautiful epitaph a beautiful a beautiful tribute absolutely um and I know sometimes I'm I, I I'm always I'm I'm looking for uh, new stories that you know I've got a particular piss take on um and sometimes that's what you guys are listening for not in this case it's just I just read that and it really it really struck home for me because as a as a as a young guy well the the, the very first song what the the band that first came together that would go on to be acid rain the very first song that we said and I know I've said this loads of times the very first song we played was hungry for heaven by dio um and dio was very much a um uh, an infor- you know in my inform- formative years um and he said informative years that's uh that's weird um in my formative years it, ronnie was a big big influence and i just think it, you know to hear rob halford talking about him like that just sums up what a, what a legend the guy was so from um from absolute legends to um well another band of absolute legends and and, and they will go down as a legendary band but um, I I stopped caring some time ago. No, it's not System of a Down. Um, but it is. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I mean, does anyone care really? I mean, everybody. I'm pretty sure most people listening to this at some point in the in the nineties. You know, you've had you've had a Chili Peppers song stuck in your head. Um, you've grabbed an album. You've thought about grabbing an album. You've downloaded an album. You've listened to it on YouTube. Whatever. But I mean, they are they are kind of just everywhere or there was a time where they were everywhere and now they're just kind of like the fabric of the music business and they very cleverly they exist in their own little bubble really um 
their own world and apparently they're splitting with long time management Q Prime now I don't know what that means apart from that uh, Blabbermouth have now started basically the whole article says according to Daily Hits Double and then it just says that there's a rumour that they've left their long time management Q Prime who's the same management as Metallica um and that's the only story, really, apart from the fact that they're, you know, John Frusciante's back and they're still working on material. But again, every time I see a Red Hot Chili Peppers story, I just think, oh, are they still going, are they? Oh, oh that'd be nice. I have absolutely no interest in their next release whatsoever. Not even with John Frusciante, which, uh, 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 which, uh, there was a time where I would have gone, oh, really? Oh, oh, he's back. Oh, well, this next, nah. Not really. No, I, I mean, I'm about as interested in that as I am in the upcoming, talked about, mentioned Miley Cyrus Metallica covers album. That's right. If you haven't heard this story, you did hear that correctly. Miley Cyrus is apparently planning to do a Metallica covers album. Now, I'm. whenever I read stories like this, I just think, yeah, do you know what? This is one of those stories that it, it, it it's... It's never going to happen. Um, basically, what happens is, you know, uh, whether whether she has done this for you know publicity or you know just not having a name out there enough during the during the pandemic, I don't know. But um, I mean, it's a good idea because you say something like this, and you know, Miley Cyrus fans go mad, and the pop world goes mad, and then the metal world picks up on it, and dickheads like me are talking about it on a podcast and giving giving it giving the story oxygen that it, it doesn't need. Um, so yeah, I've kind of I'm 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 I've become what I hate. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it's going to happen. I'm putting that out there right now. Okay, right now, I am saying. That covers album is not going to happen ever, but we'll see. Okay, feel free to come back at me and tell and, and laugh at me when it does get made. But for the now, I'm going with no. Now, next up, um, a little bit. Of, I, I I was listening to Jamie Jaster podcast, and uh, and I am a fan. I am a fan. Um, even when he is one of his latest adverts is for um is for toilet roll. And um, yeah, I, I mean that's that's fair enough. I mean, I, I mean, and any North American listeners, the concept of being of, of buying toilet roll, uh, you know, through the post, um, and subscribing to a service that sends toilet roll through the post, for me, is just a little weird. Um, but you know, there you go. That's fair enough. Um, and there's a there's a horrendous catch catch line for it about the brown eye and all the rest of it. And it, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, it's got to be better than the blue chew uh, knob pills, frankly. But anyway, um, I digress. His guest was Jesse Leach of um, Killswitch Engage. Now, um, that's, or as other people know him, the singer who isn't Howard Jones. Now, there was there was, they, they were talking about the pandemic and the mentions like oh you know conspiracy blah, and and Jesse Leach said look all I'm going to say is this I'm looking at all these bands who've all you know who are all like anti-establishment and and I can't believe all these musicians and all these bands who are coming out and you know and telling people to wear masks and just believing everything that they're told I mean it's crazy man I just don't get it and what he finished up with was um 
uh, uh, the media are lying to you, the government are lying to you, they're all lying, don't believe them, they're all greedy liars. Now, you see, I've ultimately, that it's, it's, it's such a nihilistic approach. It's, it's, if, if, you, if you're not willing to say, so if you don't believe, if you don't believe them, what should you believe anyone? And and then and then it's the whole route of oh well I fa- I've got my own trusted news story news sources you know some fucking crackpot on YouTube or whatever. Now I'm not going to have a go at Jesse Leach for 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 whatever his beliefs may be, but saying things like that is just fucking stupid. Question everything, yes, question everything without a doubt. But to just write off everything that the media and government tell you as lies, well, I I just think that that's a kind of insane way to live. Not only that, but can we can we just look at that argument? It doesn't hold water. Yeah, greedy liars. Every single economy in the world is in the toilet right now is going to hell billions and billions of pounds and dollars and yen and rand and euros has been lost so greedy i'm not sure how greedy fits in with losing billions and billions off every economy in the world that doesn't carry water. It's very easy to take a stance of, oh, don't believe everything. Don't, but don't believe anything. But you know what? Maybe you just need to do a little bit of research and it's very easy because next it's like, oh, well, you know, okay, so when you say don't believe the government, what about the, what about the scientific evidence pre- presented by scientists? Because the government are presenting it, does that mean that you don't believe it? Oh, you know, whatever. Fucking hell, eh? You get enough of this at home, don't you? You get enough of this on Facebook, all of the fucking crackpot ranting and all the rest of it. I'm just saying it really fucking annoyed me that he decided to just wipe everything off the planet and just say, no, don't believe anything. Look, question everything. Yes, but don't believe anything. Um, you know that. I think that's just putting you way out on a um, way out on a on a limb, and that is that's. Yeah, I, don't, I've, I never fucking like kill switch engage anyway. I don't know why I'm getting so exercised by it, but you know, it just it just really knocked me. Now, next story was um, <laughs> this is this is a great one. This is classic as what's going on in the press at the moment. Um, was any band wrongly excluded from the big four of the '90s, '80s thrash metal? Anthrax's Scott Ian weighs in. Hmm, I thought this would be interesting. Here's what Scott says. Well, I don't really understand that. Nobody was um, unrightfully put out of anything. Metallica didn't sit around and make a decision and say, these are the four bands that we're picking. It's not really how it worked. The Big Four was a title created by the press calling these four bands um, as the Big Four Bands of Thrash. When when you say unrightfully put out, I have to say that I have a problem with that because it makes it sound like Metallica purposefully excluded somebody and the title Big Four has nothing to do with Metallica or any of us. That was a title given to us by the press. So it's kind of the same thing twice in two separate um uh, sentences but ironically that's it that's the end of what he says so was any band wrongly excluded from the big four and i said well that question isn't actually answered at all because the question is completely rubbished but that's fair enough fair enough but that's the world we're living in at the moment you know you i, I mean basically i went for it didn't i the old clickbait absolutely totally got sucked in um thought oh great read the story yet yeah, no story here 
No, no, no story. It's a bit like when you watch, um, when you see a trailer and you think, oh, this movie, this movie looks good. And then you suddenly see a little, the, the uh, small print come across the bottom and it says like, you know, this is not real gameplay. And you think, oh, fuck it. It's a game, not a film. Fucking bastard. I was getting into that. Um, unless, of course, you're a gamer. Well, you know, good for you. Should get out more, though. Um, I jest, of course, I jest. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's gamers and all sorts of people listening to this. And not that gamers aren't people. And so, one thing I'd like to mention is the new album by a band called The Hell. Now, a lot of you may be aware of The Hell. Um, I uh, came across their recent album, Joris Part One, a hardcore opera. And I have to say, um, one of the most unique, interesting and fun listens I have had in some time. Sometime uh, it's. I mean, it's got everything. It's. It has actually got a story. Um, it's got some great tunes. It's got a mixture of styles. Uh, I. I can't really begin to even scratch the surface of doing a decent job of explaining this to you. So what I would just say is, pop it into YouTube, Joris. You'll probably find it straight away. That's J O R I S, um, and. Yeah, I mean, it is just, I, I really, like I said, I think I summed it up pretty well earlier by saying, yeah, it's it's a um, it's a, a fun, entertaining listen. Um, and, and that might be being, do it a, a bit of a disservice, to be honest, because it, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's not a novelty record. I'm, I'm, make, I'm making it, I'm, I'm telling you guys to listen to it and I really like it and it's great um, but for some reason I'm choosing the wrong words anyway look you get the idea my muddled brain is about to fucking crack as I'm sure you figured out anyway let's crack on and let's get my good friend and your good friend we all like Paul don't we hey we all like Paul Paul Waller Paul Podcast whatever you want to call him Paul Waller from um, from Ohms or or Oms or you want to call him uh, Paul Podcast from the Different Times Podcast we had a chat the other week it was great fun to catch up and here it is now hello oi oi fellow Milan how are you I'm good oh it works I'm so good <laughs> Um, I will have already told the listeners about about the uh, failed attempt to do this before. What failed attempt? What are you talking about? Uh, when your um, when your phone packed up, your dongle and all the rest of it. Don't try and make out like you're not uh, you haven't been fucking around for weeks, mate. I've been mate, waiting for you for a month just to sort your shit out. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, then I blew you out last week, and um, and here we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad to hear your voice, and I'm glad to hear your voice as well. You, you steaming hunk of man flesh. Um, <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> yeah, let's roll. Record. Oh, oh, we've been recording all of this, mate. It's just people. Oh. People love all this, but but <laughs> do they? Who says that they do? Uh, oh, seriously, people are always people are always having yeah, yeah talking about oh yeah, it's like it's cool how you know. It's just like listening to a conversation, two blokes having a phone call. Honestly, I get, I get, I get, I get millions of, I get millions of letters from from listeners. It's like a blue Peter when they hand over the sack full of uh, full of mail. That's every day for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The blue, the blue Peter sack of. I wonder where you were going with that one. I'd be, you brought it back well. Thank you. 
you. Okay, so um, you're on here as as um, Paul, singer of Oms, but you're also here as as sort of Paul, uh, that Paul Waller of Oms and Paul Podcast of Different Times Podcast. But um, let's um, let's let's you know get let's get the band talked about first. Um, oh. New album. Uh, uh, played it loud with my um, uh, uh, patio door. I say patio door. It's the door out onto the balcony. So I've got you know like a a, a big glass sort of patio door that opens out onto the balcony. And um, over lockdown, um, parakeets have start have appeared in the tree outside my balcony, and they've now started feeding on my balcony. And, and I was enjoying these delights during lockdown and some was out and all the rest of it and I was playing your album and everybody was getting along fine and then one song started I think it was song seven and every single bit of wildlife just fucked off it just fucking disappeared it's those brown notes that's what it is dude honestly so and and when it happened I thought I must tell Paul this and to be honest it was so long ago that it happened because of your phone fucking up I can barely remember it now look you you were the reason why I realised A I need a new phone I've got that sorted the dongle there's no point going cheap because they're pretty cheap anyway so why for years I've been buying them shitty dongles I I have no idea when I could have just gone to the source because we all love paying Apple for shit (laughs) <laughs> um, but but yeah, I'm glad about that. I'm glad. Well, I'm, I'm actually happy with the parakeets enjoying it up to track seven. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm and, and I'm and I'm happy that I've been able to. Uh, uh, I was able to flag up the fact that your phone doesn't work. <laughs> um, speaking of which, look, you must have you must have done um, a shed load of uh, a shed load of press for the new album. Are you, are, are you was it weird kind of doing it given given the state of the world? It was. It was. It's, such a wonderful because I was thinking today right what what am I going to chat about because like the the press cycle started and then instantly stopped so it it was weird we finished a tour just before the lockdown so I'm so sorry for for hugging everyone and probably when it was lockdown it was just like people were thinking oh god did he give me Goodness knows what, because I, I literally hugging at the end of every show. You shake hands and you hug people and you're chatting. You can't hear, so you're shouting in people's ears. And I, when I got, I was waiting for those results, just saying, "Oh, please, please be okay." And uh, it, luckily, I was. But it was just such a weird thing when you sat down and thought about it. Just like anyone in, because we're playing tiny rooms, and like luckily for us, they were all packed on this tour, and. Um, it, it was it was that in the air. It, like no one actually um, was taking it very serious, but it was there. And then just a few weeks later, it was really serious, and it was on everyone's doorstep. The next thing was a lockdown, and it was it was a weird thing to go through. But with regards to the press, we got all the first sort of stuff out of the way, and then it was going to be a Kerrang thing that we had going on. And of course, the next thing you know, there was that message from Kerrang. And they're not coming back, and it's ah, oh, it was. It's one of those things that, as a band, I always loved Kerrang. Kerrang for me, growing up, yeah, was it. So yeah. as a fan, it was like, for instance, just reading about like the new Acid Rain. 
Like, that sort of thing. I've told you before, that sort of thing, when you open the page and you've got Voivod on one page, you've got Acid Rain on the next page, you've got this, <laughs> this, and this. And like, and, and then they would have all these ridiculous things, like um, like the, the hottest chicks of the year and all that. And even then, you'd be like, oh, it's creepy. But I would still have all this amazing stuff, like, to, to read. So I would cut it all out, and I've got all my cutouts still from those days. It's great. But getting in it, there's nothing like it. So I imagine for you, uh, it's much the same as me. When you get in Kerrang, it's just, that's it. You're like, oh, you're I, I couldn't believe it, mate. Couldn't believe it. Um, uh, and, yeah, and, and I've got a scrapbook with every fucking Kerrang mentioned from the early part of our you know from from the early right from the before we'd signed so i've got rejection letters in it all the way through to the other end um <laughs> you know pictures of the final gig but yeah everything from kerrang you treasure it don't you but yeah that, that's it so it, it meant a lot and so we were booked in ready to ready to like do like a, just a quick chat it might not have been a big article but whatever it was in there and then yeah it just went to to pop so that was just the, the the like sort of end of our press cycle, really. Or it could have been the beginning. Thankfully, we don't know how. We would talk about this at practice at the weekend. Is that we we finally got all, like all our finances through and things like that from the label, and it's our most successful record to date. So we're proper chuffed with that. But how that happens, don't know. Because like the press has been like really. Uh, I don't know what the word is. N- not big. Minimal. <laughs> Minimal. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 that can't be because you're not a great interview. Well, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I don't know. They, they phoned me up and they... they uh, uh, who was this? Metal Hammer. Uh, again, amazing. Just to, to have Metal Hammer call you. Uh, and it was like a, it was just for this little puff piece in like in the album sections. What have you been listening to recently, or something like that? And like I ended up chatting for like twenty five minutes, and it was literally three lines that they took <laughs> from that. It was just, right? Why? Why? Do, why? I must be so frustrated. So <laughs> frustrated. Uh, well, um, well, I can say it's always a great pleasure to interview you and be interviewed by you. So. Um, <laughs> Or, and, and although I've only got one thing to say about the new album, actually I haven't. Firstly, congratulations! It is a bit of a beast. It is a it is it is a a musical a tasty musical broth of riffs. Thank you, mate. I I appreciate that. And I and can't tell and you. Being sincere, no, no, I am. <laughs> I, I, mate, I mate, I would not have made up such a poncy term to take the piss. I'd have just said it's shit. <laughs> okay. but right. no no it was, and and you do a fine job of painting pictures with words over the top of it yeah i it's it's really weird because I, I don't know how you guys write but we write all the music first and then sometimes the band won't even hear any vocals until it's finished mixing right uh, and like so i know like there's been a couple of tracks on previous albums where the band literally were like pretty cross with me because it's not what they wanted. But from this this album, it was just non-stop. Like oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. So 
not to blow my own trumpet, but I think I did a pretty good job. Mate, if you if you finally. don't if you don't blow your own trumpet, no one else will. So you know, feel fucking free. Good for you. I'm pleased for you. Yeah, cheers. Like it, it, it's so much work. Like, and yeah. I can't do it until I've got everything in front of me because, like, I feel like every album or every project, like EP or whatever that you approach, it, you've got to it. You've got to know it back to front before you can actually contribute the equivalent to it. Like they're so talented, um, it's quite frustrating that like every time I have to go in and like sort of pick up my game, uh, which is nice. Uh, but I still got my own back on them because like I, I'm sure you're aware. I think I think I've told you, but like all those song titles were just Kiss songs uh, or Kiss album titles and Kiss song titles. Yeah. Which they absolutely they hate Kiss more than you. They they hate it, uh, and it's just just to show they don't know what they hate because they had no idea what I was doing. Right. Well, well, the, the fools. Do, do you know what I was gonna? I, I I love this. You've just delivered your best performance. You've you, the band has never been happier, and you still managed to rub their noses in it by uh, by revealing. Unbeknownst to them, that you've been doing a whole Kiss promotional fucking tour. <laughs> you bastard! Honestly, I hate Kiss as well. So, <laughs> yeah, but you used to love them. You used to love it. You see, your hate doesn't count. My hate is pure. It's been it's been hate from day one. You you're just a spurned lover. At one point one point or another, you liked that fucking shit. Uh, it was my life. It was my whole life. I still got a kiss tattoo on my arm, and like when uh, when when Banshee lose the arm, like... mate. Just lose the lose the. <laughs> <arm>. <laughs> <Get off. laughs> yeah, yeah. Can can you? Uh, what, what do you mean a cover up job? No, no. Fucking lose the arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Although when the photos come through, I remember there there was one again. Just to mention Kerrang, it was in Kerrang, and you could see the bottom of the tattoo. Which said like the, the very bottom of Kiss and then Army, and it was just oh how oh, embarrassing. <laughs> Kiss Army, brilliant. You may as well have yeah. fucking the Mickey Mouse Club tattooed on your other arm. Um, Dude, I've got I've got Mickey Mouse tattooed on my leg. Walt Disney World, nineteen seventy six, or some shit on my leg. So, fucking yeah. hell, dear me. Oh, well, do you know what? Our bassist has got Charles Manson on his arm. And we we had such uh, a big furore on Facebook Messenger about that with some person that took such offence at it. Um, he, uh, you wouldn't believe. And like half the stuff they were saying, I was like, yeah, you're totally right. Our bass players are nobbing. <laughs> so, yeah, to- totally weird. Be careful what you get tattooed on yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I, I will in future. I'll take, I'll take your advice for that. Uh, so, what arm, what arm is your is your Kiss Army tattoo on? It's on uh, my left arm, but as you're looking on the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So it's on your left arm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And are you right or left-handed? Uh, <laughs> right. So you don't need the left arm, do you? It's not needed, mate. You're right. <laughs> it's it's access to requirements, mate. I tell you what, you want to lose weight? That is one easy way to do it. Done. Done. <laughs> You'll feel guilty, but I'll do it. Yeah. What do you reckon? You probably drop a stone. Yeah. <laughs> the, we- 
the weird, the weird thing is, yeah, chop, chop your arm off. I've dropped a stone, but I'm still a waste. My waist is still 32. I don't get it. <laughs> Look, I, I, they, it represents a fantastic time of my life. Yes. Right? When everything yeah. was shit, Kiss were there. And that's, that's, that's cool, mate. That's cool. And, and um, you know, it obviously stems from, well, you've got a very early, early love of Kiss. Chris, God, let's get off Kiss. Bloody hell. So, no, no, keep it going. No, keep it going. no. So Your did you, did, love it. Did, did you, they don't. And if any from, anyone from your band is listening, I want, I want them to, I, I want them to be on my side. <laughs> um, no, they, they most definitely would be. Well, with it, so, so when did you spring the ha 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 ha, they're all Kiss titles surprise on them? Oh, band practice. So we were really recently, in fact. Uh, so we were playing this festival this year that didn't happen. So we did one of those like in studio uh, live sets sort of thing for it, uh, Arc Tangent Festival. And the practice that we did for that, I just like came out with it in practice. And the blank looks on their faces, uh, it was like they'd been duped. And I could tell that they were uh, not just cross <laughs> not just cross they were a bit furious uh, but you know what can you do I've got to get my kick somehow yeah that's all I can say well, I've I, got to I, get it somehow well it, when, when you say they look like they'd been duped um, I think that's because they had been duped yeah but you know that look that look when you're not sure that someone's being serious and then it hits you like, like a ton of bricks yeah. like a ton of kiss <laughs> uh, that, 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 that's what happened. But like, I've made myself out to be a bit of an arsehole, and, and I guess <laughs> I guess that's right. <laughs> In this situation, I was. Uh, but you know, as I say, it's those little things, and it, it sort of because the reason why I sort of said it, and I think I've got away with it, is because the, the close itself, or close, whatever you want to call it, it's just an autobiography of my sort of youth. Uh, to where I am now so it's just like that's the reason for it simple as that yeah yeah so it sounds like a very it sounds like a very personal release uh, yeah definitely was it's um, it's just all about that that childhood and like the, the rough and the smooth and like also like I this is the weirdest thing and I'm going to ask you about it and it's like I've not got much in my notes here but I want to ask you about like religion just just for a second mm-hmm. so as gr- growing up like uh it, i wasn't a religious family at all but i knew it was important like really young age like i knew how important like uh, god jesus all those sort of words were the weights behind them and um, and there was uh an instant where i couldn't get the phrase i hate jesus out of my head and for, for many a year, whenever it would pop into my head, I couldn't get rid of it. And I just thought, I'm going to be punished for this. I'm going to be punished for this. And as soon as it was in there, I couldn't get rid of it. So I thought, that's a weird subject to write a song about. So I did. But it's one of those things. I don't know that anything like that pops into anyone else. Like if anyone else has had that experience with something like weighty like that, when you're not sure, when you're not old enough to realize what things are. Um, and it scared me for years and years and years. Just that phrase, "I hate Jesus." Weird. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. Weird. Um, I I can't um, I can't say I've had a, any um, you know 
uh, any experiences like that. But hey, you know, there's lots of human Just experiences. Me. Well, no, there's, there's there's lots of things I haven't experienced, but I'm not in your head. Um, and it sounds like yeah. I, so I, I, how do you even begin to start writing about something like that? I don't know. I think everyone, if you, everyone's got these little experiences of when they're growing up that are, that are maybe different from someone else's and then also similar things that everyone can relate to. And I, I just thought, because these songs are shorter, because like each one is about a different experience of my life, for instance, just like the first one, Alive, it's just my earliest memories of being born. Um, and like, when did I first get a memory memory and I've just realized well, I don't remember anything up to five so like that like a lot of people like oh, I can remember like trying to walk and something like that nothing for me like five so it's just like what happened in that age it's weird but <laughs> so, um, now you see I'm the same I'm the same I you know I it always does my head when, when whenever I'll be honest with you whenever I hear someone say oh yeah I remember like trying to walk or you know I, I, I just think yeah yeah Fuck off. No, you don't. <laughs> so what happened in them years? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, something, clearly something so so hideous happened to us both that we've we've, we've blanked it out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Like, well, I got into Kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you're, yes, your poor poor little spongy baby brain was being infected <laughs> by with, with Kiss from an early age. My, one, one of my first memories, right, I, was in a, I lived in Australia and got these massive ants which I call them buller ants but that's not what they're they're called I think I've got the, the name wrong I can't remember maybe they're just called bull ants I don't know but they got these massive pinchers and I remember yeah. trying to pick one up and make it pinch me and I didn't do that again let me, let me tell you that but like <laughs> but that's that's it that's my, my I, bet, I bet you didn't have to try too hard did you <laughs> no no, it's, as I say, you remember that. Yeah, it's right. it's kind of what they do, really, isn't it? I just remember sitting by a tree, thinking, "Oh, look, <laughs> there you go." So my first memory. Yeah. How long? How long were you in Australia for? Till I was nine. Uh, I think yeah, till I was nine, and like that, the very final year, everything was Kiss. So as a child, it was Australia. Um, Kiss had just done their first tour of Australia and they were all over the telly. It was it was the equivalent, so I've been told, of when the Beatles hit uh, America. Right. So it was just everywhere. Who, who, who told uh, you that? It wouldn't be Gene Simmons, would it? <laughs> In fact, it was. Uh, <laughs> no, I've seen the footage and it's remarkable, some of the similarities. Um but I just remember it being everywhere. Like you'd go into a sweet shop and there'd be kiss stuff. You'd go into a supermarket, there'd be kiss stuff. Uh, toy shops. Well, as a kid, that's where I hung out. Uh, but it all changed. Uh, we immigrated uh, to a place called Hollingbourne um, in Kent near Maidstone. So around there. And can I can I just say that that sounds really depressing? Because when someone says, um, "Oh yeah, we emigrated." To Australia, straight away you just go wow. But when yeah. you use the word emigrated and then to sitting born in Kent, but mate, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was like that. But because it was so depressing, uh, we we moved into my nan's house that used to be an old hospital, uh, a War Two uh, sort of makeshift hospital, and like I, it was as depressing as that sounds. 
So I discovered music and like there was uh, thinking like John Menzies and Woolies or wherever you go, there's these secondhand single bins. Yeah. And that was it. Like I was off to the races with music. Yeah. Uh, it took, took four years uh, to discover rock and metal and things like that, but it wasn't long. And I was really young, like with my rock and metal as well. So yeah, it just shows you, it just took that bit of bleakness to like, right, what can I get myself stuck into? So you got the, you got the rock and metal. Um, at what point did you, at what point did you think, oh God, what am I doing liking Kiss? I didn't even think Kiss were rock or metal. I just thought totally they agree. Were. Totally agree. <laughs> I thought they were just a kids thing. Totally um, agree. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now uh, I'm just trying to think how I can get out of that, but I really can't. Um, so, but but yeah, it was like things. What was I into before? Like Flash, I would say things like Crew. Um, like there was there was a bit of Crew that I got into. There was. Uh, what was the big thing that around the UK that was pretty depressing? Magnum. Um, like that's so, yeah. I was choosing all these things, and I was like, I don't like that. I like this. I don't like that. I like this. And gradually, like, I, I realised that what I did like was this Metallica, this Anthrax, this Megadeth stuff. Right. Uh, and yeah, so it, it just took that time. There was like this transition period where you know where you're just searching, you're clawing your way. Uh, through different sorts of music, and that was it, man. Right? Did you have uh, Did you have an easier Did you have an easier access to music once you were over in the UK? So it was like, I mean, do you think you'd have been e- as easy to get hold of all of of that stuff in Australia? That, well, at the time, what? bearing think, in mind, you know, when we're talking about. Yeah, I think tape trading. Uh, I think I would have been all right. I think I would have discovered it because I did come in with the big. Uh, the big four and like they, they're easily accessible over there as well it's all major oh yeah because you're a bit younger than me I, 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 I forget so yes of course well you're quite a bit younger than me so yeah I'm, I'm like well I've just just hit 46 now come on right stone oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey never fuck with a comedian <laughs> that's a rule yeah well, or a woman's rule is don't fuck a comedian um, mm. But um, uh, okay, right. So yeah, we're well, we're close-ish then. We're close-ish, um, uh, and, and so it's it's weird how your your kind of your, your taste changes. You get you know you've got this huge kind of eclectic rock and metal thing going on. By the way, complete tangent. Have you seen Cobra Kai yet? I started it and didn't complete. It. I started it when it first came out. Really? Uh, but I, yeah, but I didn't like Daniel LaRusso. I didn't like the switch. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know what you mean. He is a bit of a dick. The only reason I say it is that the more you watch it, the more great 80s fucking uh, 80s metal that you hear. It's it is, it's great. There is some, there's some use of some top, like, 80s metal in that. Um, so if uh, is anybody listening who's thinking of watching uh, uh, Cobra Kai, um, yeah, there's some cool 80s metal on the soundtrack. But, but still, how's uh, what's Daniel LaRusso's without giving away the ending? Does, yeah, does he come back to being like a cool uh, guy? Well, well, no. I think basically what it is is they've come to you've come to it years later, and what's happened is that it's like, yeah, do you know what? It, 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 Johnny tells the whole story from his point of view, and you think bloody hell, he was right. 
and then you hear Daniel's story and you think well he was right and it's 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 basically they're they're both just a couple of dicks that's it it's not it's not any simpler than that but uh, we've we've kind of gone like completely off piste here haven't we <laughs> Yeah, sorry, uh, the new album. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it was. I dra- yeah. There's me dragging in Cobra Kai when we're supposed to be shifting units for you. Uh, well, let me tell you something about that. So, where the, the record label? I guess we should mention it. Right, our, our, our record label went tits up because of a, a sex scandal. Yes. Um, uh, well, you told that... me you told me not to bring this up. No, basically, I can't comment on the accusations because of the um, because of the illegalities. Okay, I, under- I understand, but are they guilty? <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't couldn't possibly say. Right. But, um, regardless, you can't be around that. That's the thing with it, with any band. You just can't be around it. Um, so it's. It's a tricky one. Um, we saw bands leaving left, right, and centre, and we we didn't know how to to handle it. It's not like one of us was Ian Watkins. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't <laughs> like the band that was had this issue. So we were yeah. okay, but we're still associated with it. Um, and so again, another thing just to like chink that armour of the new record down. Um, and, and it was such an awful thing. I was like, this Holy War label, I was this Christmas going to get my a Holy War tattoo next to the Kiss tattoo, which, you know, would be now. <laughs> Fucking hell, you definitely, arm would have to go then. <laughs> still um, still campaigning I, for that. Mate, yeah, I love I loved that label so much. It's the reason why I got into, uh, like, hardcore again. I know, I know. Well, you, 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 wrote the, you wrote them a lovely letter, I remember. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, you it, it's 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 in your blood, so you must be feeling pretty bloody awful. Yeah, yeah, I was, and uh, I still am. Like, right? there's nothing that that can make me feel any different. I think I'm just going to have to live with it. But what I what I am really like happy about was the way that the other people that were involved in the label, so Justine, a couple of the other guys as well, they went out of their way to they stayed with the label for another month just to make sure that all those bands all their stock would be ending up going to the bands. so that she stayed on she sorted us out like got all our records back um to us that we could then sell we've done a like a sale on Bandcamp. we made more money out of that than we have done uh, maybe since year one of being a band Wow. we like started to invest in it so I just want a really massive thanks out to Justine just for sticking sticking with it and helping it, all the bands out I'm sure you spoke to the other bands on the label they have a similar story but absolutely incredible like, and we because we have been sort of out of things for a while we didn't realise the fan base was there uh, and it really was there as soon as we put that up it was like I don't know if you have your messages switched on but I do and it was a ding, 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 ding. It was mental. It was such a great day. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for doing that. That's awesome, man. That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. Um, and, uh, and and so it, it kind of brings one... Is, is it kind of like a, a, a one chapter of the band finishing, but another one starting on the basis that 
you know, as you said, that you've realised a few things with this album, you know, and and you've got the fan base and you were packing out shows when we could do shows. So um, there, there, there is, you know, there's there's a bright future ahead. I hope so. Like you, you never really know. Uh, it surprised us when we were filling out venues that the the year before were like three quarters full. So that would like you. I always I don't know about you. I always go to a show even if the tickets have sold through the roof, expecting five people to be there. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just always just feel like it's going to be shit. If you go with that attitude, just give it all you got because there's only going to be five people there. And when there's a whole load of people there, you're still giving it all you got. You know what I mean? You never. You're never off edge. So, yeah, I always go with that thing. Just think the worst and then you're not going to be disappointed. Ah, that, that, yeah. that's, that's spoken like a true pessimist. <laughs> too right. The, 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 other, the other way that is said is an, uh, an optimist never gets a nice surprise. Too right. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, look, so the... the the other that that kind of rounds things off nicely for us to schmooze on in to talking about um uh different times podcast um because yeah. obviously that appears to be on hiatus at the moment is there any is there any update on that so me and dan uh dan my life partner man yeah we uh he invited me over to his house the other day um his well let's put it Ali, his partner, his wife, um, works for the NHS. So it's really tricky. We don't want to be spreading anything yeah. to each other or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we tried it over the phone. And listening back, although it sounded okay, there was it, there was a spark was gone. Sometimes I just need to look at his face and I laugh. So could you so, not do it on Zoom? It, it, no, it, the recording sounds shit. Like, ah. uh, you know, so it didn't didn't work out. Yeah. So uh, we've we've made the decision. We invite me over his house for a pizza, homemade pizza, might I add, in a in a oven that cooks in the outside of his garden. Oh, I've Amazing. seen I've seen it on Instagram. It's a mighty piece of kit. Holy crap! It's the best pizza I've ever had. But don't tell him that. Okay. So and uh, well, he he won't be listening to this, so don't worry. Nah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, so we love you, Dan. Let, let, Let's just fuck it and and let's do it uh, and we'll just bubble ourselves. So basically, all the only people that I ever see, I've, I've asked work if I can just work from home and they've been, yep, yeah, cool, no problem at all. You can work from home going forward. So I've got the band in my bubble, my wife and Dan now. So that'll be it. So he's, come, he's coming over at the end of this month and we're just going to start again. Uh, it's going to be less frequent. Um, right. Because I make I make him do all the editing and like it was a piece, it was all like trying to get it all done every week in time. Um, but I've just with the band management that I do uh, and with another podcast that I'm going to be getting into as well, it's just like going to take up all my spare time. But we we can't wait to see each other. In all honesty, we've we've got the, a Pantera little bit to talk about, which was would just mean we'll kick off from the last podcast that we did and uh, a bunch of new albums that we've been listening to that we can't wait to get into and i want to talk to you about them a little bit if i may 
Uh, well, if you may, well, you've had so long away from the uh, the listeners. I'm sure some some will be listening to this going, oh, cool. Are we going to get a bit of kind of sort of different times podcast type music hints now? Well, yeah, I think we are. <laughs> um, I, oh, I'm good. I'm going to put this to you because I'm going to put this to Dan, right? So I, I want to put this to you. Now, these are the bands right. that I, I think you would have heard of, right? Um, no Palm Death's new one. Um, I I love everything about about Napalm Death apart from the music. No, what about the new one? It's a bit different. I, you I, 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 it's dude. It's just, I mean, I'll uh, put it this way. Somebody said to me, for people who like Napalm Death, it's great, but it's not going to change anyone's opinion. Interesting. Well, I had I've got a Napalm Death friend, and they've said that the when. When they stick to No Palm Death, it's lovely, right? It's just like a, a nice warm bath. But when it's when they do that new stuff that they're doing, which is making it a bit weird, in, injecting a little bit of like Killing Joke into it, mm. things like that, you're saying it's putting him off a little bit, right? So I, I, I was, I've 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 heard I, that I've heard little bits and pieces, and I've heard there's different things at work. So I, so I, I may have to go and investigate. I would recommend just to give it a once over because uh, I think if you're going to if you're like nonplussed with their normal output this one's got a little bit more dynamics to it than previous but nothing like uh, when they had that not quite new metal but it was too new metal for no time death period right I'm I'm, I'm unaware I'm afraid <laughs> oh you'll love that uh, right. right next hand and you're going to love this one ready here, here we go drum roll yeah virus Oh right, I, I haven't. I, virus. I haven't. Do you know what? I haven't yet. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm not. But um... give it, give it a, a, give at least the Facebook a uh, good. I've I've heard good it's, study. I've, I've I've heard good things, and I and to be honest, I I will listen to it, and it's just like, but it has to be sort of under my nose. Do you know what I mean? And of all of the places where I get music. I, I, I haven't seen it. If I had, I'd have downloaded it and listened to it by now, but it's not something that I'm, you know, it, 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 when I see it, I'll get it. I'm not going to go hunting for it. But um, I've heard I've heard good things. I've heard good things. I, I consider Virus. They're a real weird one. Like, I think they're like a, a real shit horror film that you love um, because they, they are shit. There's no getting away from it. Like, they're not very good. But, you, you, at the end of listening to that album, like I, I'm just like, oh, I just want to do that chorus one more time because it's so bad. It, it makes me smile and it's good. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know. If you know, it's really strange. Like I remember when Pray for War came out, and like it yeah. was in our price. Don't, I don't know how that happened. In our price, I bought it. Seeing that band in Kerrang, like oh, the Flash Band, they're from the UK. Wicked. Put that on. And me and my friends, we just looked at each other and burst out laughing. Because what, what we were doing was as good as that, we thought. And yet now, I, I can sing you Pray for War. Like, <laughs> so it goes to show you, it's just one of those things that I think they're just so bad, they're good. But that's me. Like, So there we go. But yeah, so that's my opinion of that one. And I ridiculously listen to that more than I have tons of stuff I should be listening to. Like I said, I will. Um, you, you've 
you've you've rattled my cage, and I need to um, I need to get my arse in gear and go and uh, and go and see it and and go and listen to it and get coke on the fucking get coke on the podcast as well, so we can have a proper fucking row. Right, 100%. <laughs> like, I've I've just heard so much lunacy about that guy. He would be a great guest. A really oh, he's, guest. look, he's he he's a lovely guy. I mean, I've known him fucking god it's over thirty years. Um, and um, uh, and yeah, we've we yeah we we ne- we've never had a crossword up up until now, so we're not really till now either, because I just kind of. <laughs> well, that's one of the things. Like the, the the only place where I will like come across that sort of uh, not no, let's just say honesty to to the the fans is when you reply to idiots and when Holy Raw reply to idiots. So <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, it's like sometimes you're so careful of the image that you want to present that you're not willing to be honest. Yes. Uh, and, and and that is a real fucker for me because I want bands to be honest because then you can see their personality. Like, even yeah. if it is like, oh, come on. Like, I've told you twice. Just read the last post. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. It's, it's one of well, those things. That's all you need to say. And you do. Well, I think... So, I, yeah. But I've but i but I've always gone with... And, and I mean, you know, oh, honesty is the best policy. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I've always gone with... You can't... You can't criticise honesty. You can't... You can't accuse it of, of, of being disingenuous. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if somebody's being honest with you, no matter how abhorrent their honesty may be to you... It, ultimately, this the sentence always ends. Well, at least they're being honest. <laughs> I tell you what, most of the time, people are so happy that you've just given them the time of day, <laughs> like that you've actually spoken to them rather than just ignored the question. I've I've insulted people on behalf of Acid Rain. I've insulted people on social media or on Twitter, and I've seen them retweet it, going, "Going, this is fucking hilarious. Check this out." <laughs> It's like oh, yeah, ma- yeah, make yeah. make you know, made my day. Although you can make a bit of a rod for a rod for your own back, and you sometimes get people you know who'll deliberately turn up to try and get a rise out of you. And luckily, I can spot them now. But um, basically, if anybody comes on the Acid Rain page and starts asking um, if we're writing a new album or how's the new album coming along, I know someone is trying to wind me up. But um, other than that, you know, it's uh, well, Acid Rain is in this unique. Uh, and it is a unique um, for for me anyway uh, with the bands I like a unique situation where it's you've got this fan base that that was with you at the beginning and you've also got this new fan base that has like only the the modern concept the modern concept of how a band communicates with their fans rather than the old way it was so like things that you could definitely get away with back in the day uh, and things that you can't get away with today like you've got this cross, like this weird, yeah. strange audience, which is like must be really interesting for you. Like, how do you handle those old schoolers, and you've got these new schoolers as well? It's, it's well, got to be a weird one. Well, funnily enough, um, the only time that really comes to light is when we ask people. Is, is when we launch some, um, we launch some merch, or or we launch a tour, or anything like that. And the not so uh, and, and and the sort of technophobes who have because they're a little bit older and they've not really kept up to date. We we start getting like a shit ton of direct messages. <laughs> How do I do this? How do I do that? I've clicked onto this, but I don't know what to do now. 
That's the main difference. Yeah, I can see that. You're not that bloody old. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I, I actually had, I actually had a direct message the other day, and the direct message. I'm not going to say the platform or what account because that wouldn't be fair. But they direct messaged me to ask two questions. The post that they were referring to had all the information in that they asked, but I, it, it, I well, it was on Instagram and it had say like you know, link in bio. As everybody knows on Instagram, the only live link out of Instagram is on everybody's account biography. And I'd and I'd put, you know, I'd put this image up and said like link in bio bio for, for further details, not in bio. Um <laughs> that would have been weird. And um and, and they mess they direct messaged me. And I was like, just seriously just and it's like i cannot give in i am i am not going to do it do you know what i mean it's like no 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 I'm, I, I become all parenty you have to learn you will learn. <laughs> i you, you do you know what i mean it's like no no you seriously just click that link and it's got all the information and more but you know that's that's you know that, that i'm sure there'll be you know i'm sure there's plenty of bands who don't have um, you know the 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 older fans that we do, and the younger fans. I'm sure there's plenty of younger bands who've got who've got people who uh, are rubbish with technology as well. Um, it's just yeah, the way it goes. I I think um, I, I, our older fans they just seem to be rather than more m- rather than intolerant. They seem to be more tolerant. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. They uh, in fact, do you know what tolerant or intolerant? They don't they don't give a fuck. They, well, they really don't. That's, that's, why, why would you? Like, honestly, the, the internet is just my... Oh, it's the, the bane. Like, I have to... I, I think I'd be one of these people that just wouldn't go on it if it wasn't for, like, what I do as band manager or what I do as uh, I, the guy in the band that sorts all that stuff out. I just don't think I'd bother. Yeah. Like, the... I... Um, I make more mistakes than they do. So I'm the person that like will post something for Ohms and it will just appear on my own account. And I won't know until someone said, should you have posted that there? And I, I've, no, I've, I'm happy I've done that. Right, that's all the work I need to do today. Oh, right, I fucked every single thing up. So, yeah, I'm one of those other people you're talking about, too old to not know anything about it. I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely, hey, I'm such a miserable internet git. Really? Yeah, I hate it. Like, and yet I, I can, I am, um, like, with watching movies and things like that for the, for the other podcast that I'm going to be doing, like, I, I will spend so much time just, like, making sure I can see all the, the titles of the movies on an Instagram post. I say, hang on, that was 40 minutes. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing. Well, oh. I, I know what you're doing. You're branching out from your from your band and your music podcast and doing a movie podcast. Wow, what a that fucking really brilliant good. idea! It's good. Yeah, I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm an original. I look forward to my I look forward to my um, um, uh, my invitation on the show. Yeah, you, you you'll get one. You'll get one, and you'll get one soon. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Morning, that sounds yeah. interesting. Morning is coming up on that. I'm I'm trying to get. It's really weird because I've 
it's an industry that I don't really work within, um, but I've got a lot of nice contacts here and there. Yeah. So, like, there, there is, because it's pr- primarily horror, and there are some real big outlets for horror, just like anything, any niche thing that you would be into. Yeah. When you actually yeah. look into it, it's not niche at all. These things are huge now. Um, uh, and so I'm trying to get, like, affiliated with one of them. So I'm going to do a couple of pilots. Uh, and send them off and see how that that goes. I, I tend to be pretty lucky that way, so hoping my luck holds out. But that's an exciting thing that I've got coming up. But as I say, first and foremost, I want to get back on track with um, different times with Daniel. Well, if I can think of any contacts as well that might be useful, I'll let you know. Yeah, man. Any like directors, actors, things yeah. like that. We're, yeah, uh, you know, that, and that I, sort of thing. I will, I will, and I, and we've totally gone off on a tangent, right? So napalm death virus, and oh yeah, right. I want to recommend a band. This band has been going on a long, long time, but they're still very much underground. Now you might have heard them, you might not. They're a sludge band from New Orleans uh, called Sixteen. No. So there's a little hyphen, then a one and a six, and a little hyphen, no gaps in between. So if you put that into your Google search or whatever, they should come up. Uh, they're on Relapse Records, which is like quite a decent big label as well. But yeah. for some reason, they've never broken through. And I, I've always enjoyed them, but this new album is just that something something else, something a little bit special. Um, took a couple of listens, but completely on board. So that's what I want to recommend. Uh, to to your listeners, if I may, that band called Sixteen. You you have you have, and as host of this podcast, um, I don't know. The word <laughs> sludge just makes me. <laughs> you, well, it's, just like it's more uh, like helmet. Well, helmet aren't sludge. Yeah, if helmet was sludge. Oh, right, if helmet was right. Uh, well, in that case, hmm, that could be interesting. Could be. Yeah, it could yeah. be. I mean, yeah. New Orleans is something that will often put me off straight away. It's just because of that swampy sound that you can get. It's weird how, like... <laughs> Jimmy, so, so New Orleans sounds like swamps and Florida sounds like death. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> the, there, there, was, there was never a swamp core scene, was there? There should have been. Absolutely. Absolutely, R- racing around on yeah. I, let's let's not go off on that tangent. Um, so sixteen. That's that's your that that's that's a recommendation for. Uh, sorry, what's the new album called as well? Oh fuck, fuck knows. Um, oh, right, third okay. one, third one down on Spotify that I listen to. Oh right, okay. It's that good, is it? <laughs> it's that good it's that, that you don't yeah. fucking know the name of it. Okay, I yeah, can't. I, I, I really can't. And I can't take the piss about that because I've I forget many things during many podcasts so uh it's called i've just looked out dream squasher dream squasher of course it is of course it, I, how could you forget that i mean that is the kind <laughs> of title squasher. i tell you that'll that'll squash your dreams that title it will just I mean, honestly stick it on random there's no like standout it's just all good all good ah yeah but don't don't you think that's i don't know that bugs me when i get an album like that sometimes I know it's going to sound stupid, but sometimes I like an album and it's where where it's really fucking good, but there's one song that's just not up to scratch. 
because it just it always makes me I don't I don't I don't it doesn't make me think oh bastard that song you know if only that one was good as well it makes me appreciate the other nine do you know what I mean yeah I think I think that both are good I I, I think like with no what you're saying what you're saying is nine out of ten is good and ten out of ten is good but which one's better (laughs) there's only one way to find out exactly (laughs) exactly like there is there is nothing wrong with um with having a standout on an album as long as the rest of the album is good yeah okay i'm gonna say that yeah no i agree with that I often have rows in Levan when we used to tour in the olden days uh, about this very thing. Like, what makes a good album? What, how dare you listen to Alison Chain's Dirt on Shuffle? What's wrong with you, Paul? Like, I can do what I like. like leave me alone. It's just I, how I want to listen to music. I, yeah, I, yeah, I get, but I, I guess that's that's fine. But I think if you, it, 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 I don't know, I'm going back to my upbringing, and it's like musical upbringing and i understand and you i know you understand the importance of a track listing and that there's a lot of thought goes into it and songs are positioned to flow also especially if it's concept album probably don't want to be putting shuffle on um (laughs) this this story shit (laughs) um people he died in the first song and he's back again already what um but yeah i i so i I'm, i'm always kind of aware of that and it's like it's a journey to be provided and I guess we're straying now I guess into the topic of that of of the album that's got 10 good songs on it and the album is good but you're just kind of like yeah great sort of so for me if an album is really really up there it demands to be listened to in the order that it's that it's been recorded if it's properly been put together then it's a journey and there's a and there's one route to be taken on that journey. I think you're right because I think I'm thinking ninety. Uh, sorry, eighty Slayer and eighty Slayer. There was always a couple of standouts, and it always made me go back. And then before you know yeah. it, those songs that weren't the standouts are suddenly your go-to's. Yes. So, yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's songs like songs like um, Blood Red or Spirit and Black. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. they, they don't they don't jump out at you at first. It's all, it's all fucking Mr. Gein, Mr. Gein, and War Ensemble, and you're going like, oh wow, it's amazing. And then like like after X amount of listens, you go, fucking hell, these songs are good as well. Yeah, that's rare. You can't compare everyone to say though. That's a silly thing to say because like they're special. But yeah, yeah. So um, good. so yeah, yeah good. <laughs> So well, that's great news. That's great news um, that you and uh, you and Dan are getting back together after the near divorce. Um, that's 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 wonderful. Um, you you must have really missed it as well. I, yeah. Well, to be honest, those first few weeks when you're not doing it is amazing. Yeah. And then you get that pang. Then then you get like, oh, nothing's come out and the stacks it's all stagnated. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like, oh, man. I, I, I love, like, getting up every morning and seeing, like, someone in uh, Japan's, like, downloaded every single episode that we've ever done and things like that. It just it made my day that day, like, knowing that someone's listening to, to us rant on about nothing and everything. So, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I miss that aspect of it, but most of all, I just miss my mate. I just miss hanging out and like having a chat, which is what we always try to to do. Uh, it turns out we upset quite a few bands because like people think it's over now. So, um, a few people have contacted me and said, "Oh, yeah, it was like upsetting when you like dissed our band or whatever." I'm like, oh, sorry, because like, obviously these things do affect people, and you're just ranting. About how shit the new virus album is, and then Coke be like, "Oh, fuck, I thought it was amazing." Like, you know, so I you, know you hang can... on, hang on. I never said that. <laughs> 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 Fucking trying to get me in trouble. No, no, no. But you know what I mean. I, I, I've done a review before when I was a journalist. I, I don't know if I told you this before. I'm sorry about that, but I'm going to say it again. And like, there was this this girl, uh, this woman that used to be in a band, uh, all girl band, and she did a solo album, um, and I just slated it I just said this this is utter trap trash for children uh, and then when it when the uh, when, the, when the website came out and it was really something it was like didn't hear anything back and I was quite happy with it because like, I went back and I thought yeah that's right but then I did a thing of like I, I put on my page and tagged her like all my reviews um, <laughs> just to say oh yeah this is what I've been up to this month sort of thing and obviously that's when she's like, right, and you've tagged me. Uh, and it was like an utter thing. And she got back to me and she just said like, like, like thanks for that. You, you, you're a total cunt. And I was like, do you know what? I have been a total cunt here. Like, even though like, I honestly did not like that record. Honestly, I could have just seen some positive or I could have just not done it. You know, I could have just left that review out. But no, I didn't. I had to like feed my own ego and put a one out of ten review uh, on this, and that's sort of something I do think about. But obviously, with obviously with this uh, different times podcast, because you're just there's no script. We just have titles of records. Yeah. We just like we just go into it, and yeah, it does upset people. Like, and I must admit, like when it happened to us, because we've had, believe it or not, like a couple of bad reviews. Um, it, it just washed off me to think anything of it, but it really does affect like some people. If you're not, if you're not made, I guess a, a bit tougher stuff. Yeah, I know, and it's it, it, it's weird. I mean, well, you know, I got I got slagged off in Kerrang when I was nineteen. So uh, yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's it, 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 record company said it's one person's opinion. That's it. You know, that's it. That's all it ever is. It's one person's opinion. Are you there? I am there. <laughs> and I, I'm thinking about that because with something like Kerrang, it's that's too important. It's too important to say it's just one person's opinion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's that it's make or break for some bands. Right. Well, well, that was it, that was my response. My response was like, well, it's it's like it's just one person's opinion. It's like it's one person's opinion printed in the biggest heavy metal weekly magazine in the world. You know? Yeah, and do you know what? I remember reading that, and I still bought it, so <laughs> it, it didn't affect me. Oh, no, cheers, just, mate! It's really isn't that weird? Yeah, I'm just thinking of this now, like as you're saying it, but like, it didn't affect me in any way. Like, still bought it, so maybe it is. 
What do we know? We don't yeah. know how human psyche works. Okay. Do, you know, do you know what? That's a brilliant place to leave it for now because I've got some subscriber questions. But that's brought us all Wait. right back to right back to the beginning where with the two fucking idiot chuckleheads that were at the beginning of this podcast uh, and we've just spent an hour talking about nothing and coming to the conclusion that we know nothing. Brilliant. I'm happy with that. Me too. Cheers, mate. Bye. No, don't go anywhere. And at that point, um, he stayed for another 30, 40 minutes and we did a load of um, Patreon questions, which was great. Um, and of course, right at the beginning of that interview, yeah, I, I said that I'd, I would have already told the listeners about um, about what had been going on. Basically, we tried to do that interview about a fortnight previously. Um, and um, we were uh, and basically he was WhatsApping me just saying, oh, no, my stuff's, my stuff's broken. It won't work properly. So we had to wait two weeks until he upgraded his phone. And then we got to do the interview. But it was certainly worth the wait, wasn't it, kids? That was fun. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Mm. That was fun, wasn't it? Really, really cool guy. Um, and, and he's been through so much with the band. You know, uh, an album in a pandemic, the, the label all going nuts up. And uh, yeah, it's just... Well, yeah, you know, we're, we're all going through bizarre times at the moment, some more bizarre than others. Um, is it me, right? Or do you some occasionally bump into somebody who, um, uh, well, not occasionally, but yeah, just know a few people who, who have jobs that are, um, where they're key workers, um, where, their jo- where their lives haven't really changed during this whole pandemic you know they've and i'm sure some of you are listening now as well and are going like well yeah you know just gone to work as normal and it's it hasn't been like for me and and it must be such a fucking wind up if you have had if you've been working all the way through the pandemic when you then see people who haven't and they're saying like oh well actually you know it's it's been a benefit i've been able to reset my life and spend time with the kids and blah blah and if you're a key worker you must, when you hear all that stuff you must you want to fucking tear your eyes out so if you are a key worker and you're listening to this do you know what? Hang on a second. Here we go. Okay, that's whether you work for the NHS, fucking Tesco's, SO, whatever it is, whatever you've been doing, whatever you know you're contributing. Thank you, and um, apologies that you didn't get the um, the massive holiday that the rest of us got. But there you go. Hey. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I mean, when are things going to get back to any kind of normal? Who fucking knows? That's not for us that or me to speculate on. And someone else who's doing some speculating recently is friend of the podcast, our old mate. Yep, that's right. It's Gene Simmons. Now, um, the headline of the article was, The record industry is dead for new artists. Um, yes, that's right. It's an, it's another inspirational, motivational chat for upcoming bands with Gene Simmons. The record industry is dead for new artists. Do you? And he said, "I've said this ten years ago when streaming, downloading, all that stuff was for free." Radiohead. It bear, it, 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 it bears noting, tried to do a brand new record and said their fans, pay whatever you will. It's interesting to note that it hasn't been done since because it doesn't work. If you leave doors open in a supermarket and say, pay whatever you want, people just go ahead and pay nothing. But it doesn't work because people would rather get stuff for free. Well, that's a long way around of going people would rather get stuff for free, which, to be fair, Gene, I think we we're all aware of that. Um, he says his heart goes out to new, uh, to, to, the, uh, to new bands and all the rest of it. Um 
And but it just I don't know when when I read things like that I just think I, and I try not to be that guy. I mean I'm 50 years old for fuck's sake, and I try not to be that guy. I try not to be the one who's saying in interviews, oh well, so, you know, because if you're me and you remember the industry how it was, then yeah, of course it comes across as being completely fucked. But um, that doesn't you know what you don't need as a as a upcoming aspiring artists. What you don't need is is artists who've made it making statements like that and making it sound like they're kind of you know pulling up the drawbridge and it's like you know oh yeah yeah you're 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 fucked yeah that's it see you later um yeah there's got to be a way forward people are always going to want music look no one would have ever been able to predict that this is where we'd be 10 years ago where will we be in another 10 years i have no idea it's impossible impossible to fathom but there you go. Anyway, look, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there's no boys and girls listening to this, is there? Well, whoever's listening to this out there, thank you very much. Wherever you are, whatever you do, I really appreciate it. Um, there is going to be a slight change in your podcast player, you'll notice in future weeks. Um, the boys are all about the rock are still involved with the podcast but um they're not going to be hosting it anymore although this still will you know i'll still be crediting all about the rock and it'll still be appearing on their website but um i'm moving to a new podcast provider now you will see in future editions in your podcast player the talking bollocks podcast will have a little button that will say support the podcast or access to patreon and you'll be able to you'll just be able to tap that button in your podcast player and it'll take you straight to patreon and you can sign up and give me money yay (laughs) i'm just trying to make it as easy as possible for you i mean look i'll be i'll I'll completely level with you right at the moment i'm more of a podcaster than i am a stand-up comedian than i am a singer in a band than i am anything else that i do I'm probably doing more podcasting than anything else. And it's because, obviously, you know, everything else is fucking live performance and it's not happening. So I'm doing as much as I can to make this podcast uh, pay. And when I say pay, I mean um, help pay my bills. I don't, you know, I don't mean, I don't mean, yeah, great, I'm earning millions off this. Well, obviously, I'm not. No one earns millions off a podcast unless your name's Joe Rogan. What the fuck is that about but anyway in case you don't know uh, spotify paid in millions to go over and do his you know uh, podcast exclusively for them not about to happen to me at any time uh, soon or in the next well actually it's never going to happen but i am doing my best and any support you can give me and when i say any support i mean saying to one person check out talking bollocks um, they might not like it. They may hate it. But just sharing, or as they as they say on the Peter Crouch podcast, because that was passed to me, pass the pod. Just pass the pod to one person. That would be really, really cool. Especially at the moment, because there's so many podcasts out there. Um, and loads of new past co- podcasts come online from people who decided they want to do a podcast in lockdown, um, thinking it'd be fucking brilliant. Oh, and podcasting's easy, is it? Well, I mean, yeah, if you listen to this, you must think, well, fucking hell, how hard can it be? Just get a mic and just talk like an absolute dickhead for 20 minutes and you should be fine. And frankly, that's what I do. Are you enjoying it? Great, because that's it's dickhead central right here hello dickhead here um head head of the dicks uh, which reminds me there's a brilliant song on the um uh on the hell album joris right and it's called dickheads for life check check it out it's it, it, the, the reason i say it is because the chorus has to be 
a, it, it, well it is surely a tribute to Judas Priest and I don't mean that they're saying Judas Priest are dickheads I'm saying musically it's a tribute just go and fucking listen to it okay um, The Hell from the album Joris Dickheads for Life there we go how about I actually finish the podcast on me recommending you some music instead of just talking for no fucking reason at all and you wondering why you're still listening so Support the podcast if you can, and by that I mean tell people about it. If you want to sign up at Patreon, that would be great. Going to make it easy, as easy as possible for you to do that. But in the meantime, if you can be bothered to put into a browser um, patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith and sign up, that would be great. There's over 300 posts. There's three years worth of content that you can download. There's loads of stuff in there. You'll get loads of exclusives with uh, Sean Killian from Violence, with Max Cavallera, um, with fish I mean uh, look seriously there's been some names on this show and um, there's there's loads of content waiting there for you anyway look I've gone off uh, uh, on about that enough and I do apologize um, I don't I don't want to be you know I am very much sort of will talk for food which is pretty much the slogan of my life at the moment um, but look I really appreciate appreciate you guys um, listening to the podcast helping me out where you can it's it, it is awesome it really is and don't think I don't appreciate it um, I do I appreciate it now more than ever in these strange times we're in where the podcast is pretty much the only thing that is the constant in my life because the comedy and the music has all gone to fucking hell um, and check out the motorcast um, I've really enjoyed doing that I mean I have I have said some um, some pretty shitty things about uh, Motorhead in the past and about Lemmy look I'll own I'll own those things um, I was wrong I was so so wrong and you know um, I, to be honest I feel like a bit of a dickhead now because um, they're just doing that podcast has been so much fun there's loads of great interviews to come and to be honest it's really made me miss Lemmy um, it's no one you know everybody has just got such nice things to say about him um, and I managed to speak to people who knew him really 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 well including a lifelong friend and um, yeah I, I really really miss him and um, I've got to say I can't believe I'm leaving this to the end of the podcast um, a couple of days ago I um, found out that um, Ellie Mark Ellie Etherington former guitarist with UK thrash metal band DAM passed away now he was uh, in DAM when they supported us on the obnoxious tour in 1990 we used to play football every day. Yeah, I know, because we were young. We could still do that and play a gig, right? So we used to play football every day. We used to have such a laugh. Ellie had an amazing ability to draw cartoons. The Plymouth gig, we blew up the PA. When we came to the dressing room, Ellie had drawn a cartoon on the wall of all of us and written a little... Um, um, oh, it, it was something... We came to Plymouth to play, um, um, but something blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we blew up the bloody PA, which was really funny. Anyway, that cartoon we asked him to do again, which he then did a brilliant cartoon of us all, which turned into a T-shirt for a, the Jokes on Us T-shirt that we did. Um, and he was a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Such, such warm memories of him. And um, it's really kind of knocked me back because he's he's the first person of of our age of that 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 I've lost in a band. That I knew um, and it really really knocked me and I um, I went onto Facebook and anyway I was digging around and I found him on Facebook 
I sent him a friend's request, which I know is going to sound really weird, but I kind of want to stay in touch with whoever's looking after his page and, and see what happened. But what really, really hit me more than anything was when I went to that page and I saw that he lived in London, and which is where I live, and that he was a uh, he'd been self-employed since 2015 I've been self-employed since 2017 and that he was um, a full-time musician and I'm so pleased for him but I just can't believe that I mean I you know straight away I was like oh man we've got so much in common all that shared history and he lived in London as well and I never knew and that just compounded the feeling of oh no really um so I guess the lesson to be learned is, you know, anyone out there that you vaguely want to stay in touch with, make the effort and make sure you do because you've no idea where they may be. They may be living down the road from you and it's too late to find out about them once they've passed away. Um, well, we already knew that anyway. But um, yeah, so my heart goes out to, to Ellie, his family, to the guys in DAM as well. He was a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Such, such great memories of him. And, um, yeah, really, really made me um, made me uh, just think about all those wonderful past days and, um, and what a shame, what a shame it is. So there you go. Anyway, guys, no, sorry, to, sorry to leave you on a bit of a downer, um, but it's real life. That's what happens, you know. Um, people come and people go. Um, I, I, I'm just going to say something really glib and, and rubbish now um, so I'm, I'm not going to do that and I'm just going to say wherever you are um, take care of yourself um, wear a mask use hand sanitizer. don't be a dick um, and um, take care whatever you're doing wherever you are at work it is great to be in your ears I'll speak to you again soon take care